Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Has 2022 been a better travel year for Nashville than the years before the pandemic? The Metro Transportation Licensing Commission tamps down on permits given to party buses. Plus the latest and greatest restaurants to open in Nashville in just the past few days. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. As we talk about a lot of new restaurant openings, and I mean brand new restaurant openings in Nashville, I think that Nashville is going to get to a point where people have their favorite restaurant districts. Ooh. And therefore, especially if uh, if you don't mind your commute to work or, or if you're working from home, that people will start to live close to the restaurant district to their favorite restaurant districts. I think that's going to be a thing here in a little bit. You, you can imagine in a big city like New York, if you wanted to, you know, walk to your favorite deli or coffee shop or something like that, you know, you want to have the same experience here. Well, we're going to be talking about some restaurants later on, but if you're thinking about exploring Nashville and thinking about maybe a new place to live or want to be close to your favorite restaurant district, then all you have to do, if you're thinking Nashville, you can think Brad. Brad Reynolds is a Nashville-based realtor here in town. He's closing in on $200 million in sales and knows Nashville real estate like nobody else. If you're thinking Nashville, think Brad. You can learn more or contact Brad at thinkbrad.com. We just had an interview with Brad yesterday. Stuart sat down with Brad to talk about uh, Brad's story and some of their favorite Nashville things. It's worth checking out. Go to nashvilledailypodcast.com to check out that episode. Until then, head over to thinkbrad.com. It, uh, it's, it's, it's back. The record breaking season at the Nashville international airport. Is I like record breaking seasons. Uh, it, uh, before the pandemic, like in 2019, the Nashville international airport was breaking records like every single day. They're like, Oh yeah, we had 30,000 passengers <laughs> coming in today. We had 30,000 yeah. passengers in today. <laughs> and, uh, now according to news channel five, they just broke another record. The Nashville International Airport has had a record-breaking year with, of more than 18 million vis- visitors traveling in and out of the Nashville International Airport. This is not just a small break. This is a 7% increase from 2019. Which is insane. Which is crazy. In May of 2022, BNA had its largest number of screened passengers. Okay, wow. How many are you not screening? Uh, in a single <laughs> month with 840 uh, 1,258 departing passengers had a record-breaking day on June 26th when they had 33,317 passengers screened. Uh, so that's pretty cool. BNA also celebrated a number of achievement, achievements in the past year, inc- including a groundbreaking for a future hotel and parking garage and opened 49 <laughs> For wow. 49 new food, beverage, and retail concepts as part of their reimagined concessions program. We uh, we have an episode that we did probably six months ago or so. We'll we'll link that in our show notes yeah. about the expansions of the BNA vision and all of that stuff. But we have to get into this topic first, and that's party vehicles. The uh, the party vehicles are coming to a little bit of a halt compared to what they were. <laughs> Putting on the brakes, if you um, will. Putting on the brakes. The 
the dancing is in the party vehicles is coming to a screech halt halt. They're well, stopping dancing. They're, they're limiting the dance. <laughs> Instead of the unlimited numbers of dances, they're limiting the number of dances. If you guys remember, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mayor Cooper wrote an open letter to this uh, uh, transportation commission, this licensing transportation commission, basically said any permits that you give over zero is essentially a mistake. Um, really trying to limit the number of party vehicles and the dance and the dance in Nashville. We've talked about that pretty extensively, so we won't talk a lot about the philosophical side of things. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about, you know, now that that permits are being given, are they being limited? And it looks like they are. Yeah. So this is coming from the Nashville Business Journal. The Metro Transportation Licensing Commission, say that 10 times fast, uh, took major strides to regulate Nashville's entertainment vehicles, including sightseeing buses at a meeting on June 29th. Out of 159 permits requested, the commission only approved 89, with 50 of them being sightseeing buses. So most of those are the double-decker buses or the Old Town Trolley buses. Uh, permit fees for entertainment vehicles are $5,000 and $2,500 for sightseeing vehicles. Uh, one permit equals one bus on the street. So Old Town Trolley has probably, what, 10 to 15? 20, maybe even 20. Buses trolleys. going around. So that takes yeah. a lot of those right there. Uh, so the Business Journal goes on to say this comes after the Licensing Commission uh, put constraints on operating hours for entertainment vehicles at a meeting on June 23rd. The commission set hours of 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. Uh. and prohibiting entertainment vehicles to operate during weekday rush hours between 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and during special events. Does that, that does that mean sightseeing vehicles as well uh, for those limited hours? Um, so 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. for the sightseeing. The entertainment vehicles have that window of shutdown between 4 and 6 p.m. Uh, so the debate about open-air tours was also settled. Okay. Uh, alcohol consumption is allowed for enclosed transportation vehicles only, and they have to have seating accommodation for all passengers. So that's going to be an additional cost. Right, because that's the one vehicles. thing you want with a lot of people is to enclose them and trap them in with heat. That just sounds like and, a cage And animal. alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. That's what usually <laughs> you don't want I, open air and airflow and all that stuff, especially spread of diseases. Um, <laughs> who would have thought enclosing people in a cage causes spread of stuff? Uh, okay, uh, sightseeing vehicles can be open air as they do not allow alcohol, but passengers must remain, remain seated. Okay, so there's no changes there. Uh, Honky Tonk Express landing leading the industry since its founding in 2016 received 18 of the 35 permits. Wow. So they just basically lost almost half of their inventory of buses. Maybe. I, I wonder if they wow. requested more than the number of buses they have trying to, you know, expand. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, I don't necessarily know if they uh, had all those buses and only half of them got approved uh, or if they'll have to change some of those from party buses to sightseeing buses. Wow. It'll be very interesting or now non-alcoholic uh uh, tour buses. Tour buses. It, it's just yeah. from an operational standpoint, like if you're operating one of these party vehicles and now you have to do all these changes, like you're going to, it's basically closing down your business. Yeah. Especially if you already had the inventory, wow. if, they, if they already had the inventory and it got slashed in half, that would be uh, very interesting to, to see if, uh, if they're going to have to essentially close down that or if they're, they can repurpose that stuff into sightseeing buses. But even though, even there, they'll have to get 
different permits for that. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's just an additional operation cost. It just it's it's mind blowing. Uh, we have previous episodes that we really go into details about this whole debate between the operators and the city. Uh, we'll link those episodes in our show notes. All right. If you want to get away from all of this, the the politics, the uh, the the party buses and all that stuff. We have a great tip coming for you with Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to go visit Ozone Falls. Uh, it's about an hour and a half away from Nashville. Uh, it was actually in a movie called The Jungle Book. It's one of the only Tennessee waterfall locations, which has been featured in the movie, which is absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, uh, but Ozone Falls—it's a—it's a great hike. It's pretty steep. Uh, definitely don't do it in flip flops like I did it last time. I would not recommend it. And do <laughs> not carry a cooler down like a full size cooler down your shoulder with flip flops and a baby attached to you. I don't think that's a good idea. But there's a, a swimming hole there, so if you wanted to cool down in this heat, you could stand underneath the waterfall in that swimming hole. It, it, it's pretty cool to see. Uh, Ozone Falls is is really a, a great little hidden gem in the area. If it's not too busy, it's a great place to be. Uh, you can see this in our top waterfalls video. Just go to our YouTube channel, xplr.nash, and ha- click on the top waterfalls video uh, near Nashville, and you'll be able to see Ozone Falls along with other waterfalls that are close to Nashville as well. All right, that is Explorers Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville is brought to you by Bowtie Barber Club. If you're looking for a great place to get a haircut, drink some whiskey and some coffee while getting a haircut, you need to check out Bowtie Barber Club located in Donaldson. You can also get some hot chicken right across the street at Party Fowl so you can have a hot chicken and a haircut day. It's a great thing. Uh, But we're going to talk about some new restaurants here in Nashville. And speaking of Donaldson, there's a new restaurant coming into Nashville or into the Donaldson area called Nicoletto's kitchen and it's going to be one of their it's going to be their smallest location i believe they started in west nashville uh in the nations and they've expanded to a few locations in nashville but this is coming from the restaurant roundup from the nashville business journal and they're expanding into donaldson i want to show this site real quick let me throw up greg the google guy uh, because it's a very small site in donaldson like super super small okay uh but it's incredible because they're going to be making incredible Italian food out of this site. Yeah. So they opened their first brick and mortar in 2016. Uh, they were making uh, scratch made dried pastas at national restaurants and markets. Uh, they opened their Hillsborough village spot in 2019 uh, along with the new factory space for production uh, of their goods. Nicoletto's pasta company. Uh, they also have the create your own pasta bowls, Italian sandwiches and salads. All right, so this is going to be their newest location in Donaldson. There's not, I don't know how many seats are going to be made, maybe in this restaurant, maybe two seats. Uh, but this is on the corner of oh, Lebanon Pike yeah, yeah. and Grayland Drive in Donaldson. 
It's a very small location. It used to be a barbershop called Monty's. Interesting. Uh, and then it turned into some type of training, like, gym thing, and now it's turning into an Italian <laughs> restaurant, uh, which is crazy. That is a super small spot. I think it's going to have two seats. It's just going to have a table, too. It's going to be, like, Lady and a Tramp. Yeah. And it's just two people can eat in the restaurant, and then everyone else has to take to go. Yeah, that is That's very interesting. That would be a pretty cool experience. Um, so, according to the Tennessean, uh, Ponchos and Lefty's Cantina is going to replace the Sutler Saloon. Um, so the Sutler Saloon is leaving uh, 8th Avenue South, and they're going to be replaced by Ponchos and Lefty's Cantina. Um, so this is very interesting. This is going in, like I said, 8th Avenue area. Um, and Ponchos and Lefty's are, are kind of a, a, they call it a Nash Mex instead of like a Tex Mex or uh, they call it a Nash Mex. Um, they say in the Tennessee and their innovative margaritas are made from scratch, uh, popular with both Nashvilleians and tourists. Uh, they are, are also um, the brains behind Edley's Barbecue, the guys who have uh, ponchos and lefties. Um, so this will be very interesting to see, uh, in addition to their Sil- Sylvan Park location, uh, them coming to 8th Avenue. Uh, I have their Instagram thrown up if we want to th- see some of their food at Poncho's. All right. Uh, so it just it, it looks like just good classic Mexican food with a southern flair. There you go. So they're you know they're coming closer to downtown Nashville, and so a lot of people will now be able to experience oh, no. Poncho's and Lefties. Food. What is this? I have no idea. Okay, it's artist. Okay. There you but, go. Yeah, Ponchos and Lefties is coming to Sutler Saloon. Yeah, I, we we talked about we talked about them just a few weeks ago when we talked about. Uh, the Sylvan Park area. I'm going to miss. Uh, actually, I'm not really going to miss. I've only been to Sutler like maybe 10 times. Their mac and cheese was incredible. So I wonder if there's going to be another alternative to their mac and cheese. Yeah, that'll be that'll be very interesting. Uh, all right. Now back to the Nashville Business Journal's restaurant roundup. There's so many restaurant announcements and openings uh, that at least once a week, the Nashville Business Journal has this restaurant roundup. Uh, where we're able to see a lot of the new openings and a lot of the uh, uh, the things that have already opened or became just announced uh, in the recent week. Yeah, so there's going to be a pop-up barbecue restaurant open only on Saturdays. This is called Ooh. Wildcat Barbecue. Interesting. At Saturdays at 5 p.m. Uh, at 2806 Columbine Place. I'm not sure exactly where that is. Let's just Get yeah, Greg. you can, Greg, Greg, if you can get on that. Uh, the changing menu has shareables like guacamole with mango salsa. That sounds good. Candied uh, ancho tequila bacon. Okay. Interesting. Proteins ranging from sticky spare ribs with a coconut chili crumble to Texas brisket with goo goo cluster barbecue. Uh, they're available in quarter or half pound portions. Wildcats offerings are rounded out with sides of grilled corn and blueberry salad and summer peach slaw followed by swirled banana and uh, some kind of custard. So th- this is happening at the Nashville jam company and basically oh, they're doing a pop-up okay. restaurant on Saturday. Talk about, Interesting. That, talk about that goo goo barbecue sauce again real quick. So it's a, it's, they just say it's a goo goo cluster barbecue, Texas brisket. So yeah, so that that's an interesting comedy. I almost think that's. I kind of want to try it. I I almost think that's too sweet because you really want to get that brisket flavor in there. Yeah, 
Interesting. Okay, so then another uh, thing from this ra- restaurant roundup that's happening in the Business Journal uh, is Velvet Taco is opening an East Nashville location okay. uh, in the former home of Calypso Cafe. Is that the one that's right there on Gallatin Pike? Yeah, so that's, I believe, what was close to Donut Distillery. Yes. Uh, I believe. Man, we, are, we, are, we are getting Greg everywhere into Nashville today. So this will be third, the third spot for Velvet Taco. So it opened up an assembly food hall, uh, and then it did a standalone Midtown restaurant at 1911 Broadway in January. Uh, I've heard many good things about Velvet Taco. I've had it once, and it was it was fine. Um, How much were the tacos? Like $6 a taco? No, I don't remember at this point. Uh, it's been a while since I've had it. Um, but they have now over 30 locations across the country. Wow. Um, so it's, uh, I've just heard good things about it. Here's their location, uh, in East Nashville. Yeah. So this is almost right next door. If you pan to the left, donut distillery. Yeah. And there there we go. There's a high school across the street. Gosh, that's a terrible place to turn into. That's the only bad thing about that location. It is. But if you come on the backside of it, there's that alleyway. So that's if, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for tacos in East Nashville, there's going to be another option for that. And now let's talk about NASCAR. NASCAR. Uh, they Well, they had their race two weeks ago, but they brought in that pop-up brewery. Yeah. So NASCAR, this is pretty cool. They had a pop-up brewery in Nashville while they had their... Uh, while they had their their race, it's open through July 9th. So there are still a few days left. Um, it, it's pouring blonde ale, coconut IPA, Mexican lagers, and more. It's at 920 Broadway through July 9th. This pop-up uh, tap room uh, kind of with, uh, with, with NASCAR. Michael Waltrip at Daytona 500 Championship twice over. Opened Michael Waltrip Brewing. Uh, he opened it in Bristol in 2021 and the pop-ups in Nashville for just a few more days. All right, so there's a hospitality group here in town called the A. Marshall Hospitality, and they are the owners of Puckett's, Deacon's New South. Uh, they have a, a pub down in Franklin, and they're opening a Midtown location. So what are, they're, they're opening a Midtown location for which one of these? Uh, Scout's Pub okay. in Midtown. So this will be located, according to the National Business Journal, Next to one of our favorites, H&S Bagels. Yeah, I have uh, Greg the Google guy on site right now. He is just, he, I don't know how he's beating this Nashville traffic. He is. Just, <laughs> he's, he's killing it right now. He uh, is, it is. He is everywhere. Now, this is cool because um, the Sky House, this, uh, this tower in Midtown, this apartment tower, uh, has left a lot of vacancies in the bottom of their... Uh, in the bottom of their building, just kind of waiting for the right vendors. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't blame them. A lot of places have, uh, rather than have a, a huge turnover, they're waiting for the right vendors. H&S Bagels made a good choice in going in there. Uh, and now it looks like uh, Scouts Pub Midtown will be neighboring them. Yeah, so this is going to have 150 seats. I think I need to pull up their Instagram real quick uh, because their food looks absolutely amazing. So let me throw up their Instagram. Yeah, they're also going to have a private dining area and a dog-friendly outdoor patio. It's crazy with Midtown. So you have the chef and I that just opened their brand new location Yep. Uh, in Midtown. And I'm, I'm really excited. I'm going there twice in the next month. So I'm just super excited about that. But let's just look at the food from this uh, Scouts pub. Yeah. So I've never been, so I don't necessarily I actually, know I've, what I've, to I've expect. I've never been either, but they look like they have like thin crust pizzas with lettuce on top of it. But look at this like steak salad. No, it's not steak salad. That's like a mushroom egg thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, so they have uh, something called uh, sobayaki salmon and coconut chicken curry as well. They're also introducing items with a European gastropub influence like the uh, bourbon yaki wrap. 
That sounds, sounds fantastic. Amazing. I don't even know what Yaki is. But um, yeah, they have long. They have a long draft list, according to the Nashville Business Journal, featuring local brews, specialty cocktails, and wines. All right, so that that's another restaurant coming into Midtown. And there's another restaurant. Who would have thought? This is just unstoppable in Nashville right now. This is from Strategic Hospitality. Uh, They're the owners of Garth Brooks' new bar, Friends in Low Places. They're the owners of Pinewood Social. I believe they have Catbird Seat, the Patterson House underneath their, uh, their brand. But they're going to be opening a Japanese comfort food in East Nashville. Wow. And this is going to go to 747 Douglas Street or Douglas All Avenue. All right, Craig, let's see how and, fast he uh, can get there. We're trying to get him there <laughs> as fast as possible. He ran into some traffic into Midtown. Uh, so this is uh, from the Business Journal reporting. Owners Benjamin and Max Goldberg have partnered with husband and wife team uh, Brian Lee and uh, Leanna Horry to open uh, kisser. I, it, I don't know if I'm, I hope I'm saying that right because it's Japanese comfort food, but it's K I S S E R at the Highland yards development. Uh, Hori, the creative one and Leah more logistics and minded started kisser as a pop-up concept holding their first event, July 21st at the Patterson house. Um, so that's pretty cool to host a pop-up event there. Um, and it's an offering, uh, a style of Japanese food that doesn't really exist here that Leah told the business journal, uh, so here's the the location for this. Uh, Greg, the, the Google guy. 47 or so. It's one of these. Oh, this is interesting. I think it's I think it's this side. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be in this development. Yeah. So I've actually. Wow. Where in Douglas is this? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's on it's on the other side of the bridge of Douglas. Okay. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought it was going to be deeper into the East Nashville. Yeah. Side. So they're not okay. off of Gallatin, which I think is actually a plus. Yes. To, to get away, to get some parking. I think that's a, a major plus, And I think a lot of people are going to start breaking off of, of Gallatin. Like, like, uh, like we just saw, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's not the easiest street to turn off of and turn back onto. And so I think you'll, you'll see a lot of places start to break away from there. All right. So now there, there's a restaurant that opened in downtown last week, and this is called the Rutledge. And this is in the four seasons hotel, uh, absolutely beautiful uh, place. I'm really excited to try this place here in the future. And we have some photos from the Nashville Business Journal that we're going to scroll through real quick. If you're listening to this podcast, head over to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com to see these photos. Uh, but these are the photos of the Rutledge. Uh, this uh, is a two-story restaurant that's found in the bottom floor of the Four Seasons. Uh, you can see the beautiful bar right there. Uh, you have just some really nice seats. It, it's 16,000 square feet. Which is um, crazy. And the the a business entity tied to Kurt and Mason uh, Revlet paid $10.5 million for that space in there. Um, the eatery is this is the development's only third party restaurant. There will also be a four seasons run restaurant and bar. Uh, so that's pretty cool there. The Rutledge is known for its lobster roll, ahi tuna and selection of steaks. It currently has one other location in Franklin. Yep. Uh, the Revlet duo who purchased this place also owns Jonathan's grill. Which on 3rd Avenue North. Yep. So I'm showing th- some photos right now of their food as well. This place looks absolutely amazing. The cocktails look incredible. Well, let's go back yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like a smoky coffee yeah. or a cocktail? No, it's a smoky cocktail. Oh, wow. Uh, some egg rolls, 
So I'm really excited about this. Speaking of the Four Seasons, this is coming from the Nashville Business Journal. They have an opening date for September. Wow. Uh, it doesn't say exactly the date in September. They're, yeah, but, but they're, they're, I think soon they're going to be taking reservations. Yeah, which for is September. Awesome. So in September, you're going to have two luxury things open in Middle Tennessee. You're going to have the Four Seasons yep. and South Hall. Wow. So that's incredible. The luxury market in this city is amazing. Let us know in the comments. What's your favorite luxury restaurant in Nashville? Yeah, or out of this list of, of restaurants, what are you excited for? Or maybe you haven't had time to try all these new ones that we talk about every week. What's a restaurant? Put in the comments that you've been looking forward to trying here in Nashville. You quite haven't gotten there yet. Let us know what you're looking forward to. See you tomorrow. for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.